0: now that we're a family podcast. Here we are, Katie. We're doing it. We're doing the podcast, more or less, kind of like in real time. Like yeah, a, we like are. Day, this is... day before it goes out.
1: Going up super soon. And that's actually why I... Uh, Elisha just called me in for a meal prepping. So we got the kiddos down. I was finishing up prepping our food for the week. And he's like, it's time for the podcast. So... I didn't really change for you guys. <laughs> I'm just in my paint shirt. So yeah,
0: I love that shirt. It's been a it's been a good shirt for you for quite a while. And Katie's meal prepping process that was fun to say. Katie's meal prepping process. <laughs>
1: meal prepping process um,
0: is very noteworthy. I'm always impressed when I come home from something on Sunday evening and I see all that you're busting out. You because pr- you're, you're preparing a whole week's worth of meals. Uh, I feel like I've talked about this before. This is deja vu. Actually. Is it? I think I've said, like, talked about this before. I
1: feel like I've been here. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, it is. It is always a pretty big process. It's always a pretty big mess, but we're almost done. So yeah. I'm feeling good about it. And it's a fun break to come out, sit, put my feet up and chat with you guys. So yeah.
0: And it's kind of applicable to what we're talking about today. Uh, cause we're talking about scheduling and organization and making goals.
1: Yeah. We want to kind of talk about how yeah. we plan as a couple. So in our Q&A last week, was it last week? We were talking about, we had yeah. a question on vision and yep. like, what do you do when your visions don't align? And as it is the start of a new quarter right now, Elisha and I are revisiting the last quarter. We're diving into the last three months of the year. And we have a process for that. We have a process for annually planning, quarterly planning, monthly, weekly, all those things. So we're excited to break that down for you guys today because I do think that a lot of marital discord can come from just having expectations for the year, the quarter, the week, the day, the hour. that yeah. you're hanging out together. And so the clearer that you could be on that, the more you could feel the same kind of vision and energy and excitement. Yeah. And if you aren't on the same page, you can nip it in the bud because you're having to explain where you're at with the other person.
0: Yeah, it it's just such a marvel to me how life, hap- it, it only happens faster and faster the more children that we have. And Katie and I, are we've talked about it so much on this podcast, but we're just abundantly blessed with our, our families on both sides. You know, i I'm from one of 10 kiddies from one of 11. And with that blessing comes a lot of opportunity, a lot of busyness, a lot of going. And I mean, we're coming off of really like six weeks straight of, of hosting people, which has been a blast. We, we wouldn't want it any other way. We love seeing people and we love, uh, yeah, having family visit and friends visit. Um, but if you're not, very intentional it's crazy how you really feel like you're just getting swept down a current and you have very little control over the outcome of your day or of your week or of your quarter your year and so as katie and i are you know we we love our children we want to continue to grow in our family and but we also have some goals that we want to see progress in in addition to or in the midst of those things like that are more specific because it's easy to say we want to have a healthy marriage, but we've made we've made specific goals, you know, for our marriage, or it's easy to say we want our business to do better this year. But that's just kind of vague. And so we've made very specific goals and it's the same with our children. And and so if we're not if we don't find the time to sit down and assess what our goals are, to do what we can to make sure that they're aligned and to get on the same page, if we fail to do that, then we get to maybe this point in the year, you know, the start of the fourth quarter and we look back and we're like, what has even happened in 2021? Like it's been good. Yeah. There's been a lot of blessings, but are we heading in the direction that we we were hoping to be heading in?
1: And I think Elisha and I were forced to get good at this when we started working together years ago. And now I feel like it's just helpful for us to be on the same page because we're actually doing a lot of different stuff now. And so maybe if your spouse is working outside the home or like with Elisha and I, I'm really primarily in the home right now and he's running all the business side of stuff, it's really fun and helpful for us to come together and still communicate where we're at, even mm. though it's completely different spheres because we're still a team and as far as life goes. And so I'm able to know if he has a really busy day, what Kind of support he needs from me. He's able to know, okay, I have these social engagements or I have these things I'm taking the kids to, or these are the goals that I have for our home. Um, do they fit in the budget? Or, you know, we're able to talk about the different things that we have in mind. And so I think it's really helpful and it's something that can really draw you together, as at least we found as spouses when. You know what the other person's doing and you're really involved mm. in their life, even if you aren't doing the exact same thing. You know, Elisha's not canning applesauce. I'm not recording an album, but it's really helpful for us to know what the other person's still doing and what their goals are for that task.
0: Yeah, I've found that to be a very practical way that we can uh, walk in that oneness that the Bible says we, we are since being married it says that we're one and sometimes it's easy to not act accordingly and i think that being on the same page knowing what's going on in your life as in the very practical in the weeds you know in the the very little tactics of your day Um, and likewise when you're involved in my in my day even just from a you know a knowledge standpoint knowing what i'm doing so that you can pray about things you can ask about specific things at the end of the end of the day it's a really like just simple and practical way to walk in that oneness, I think. Because um, if if you can't, if you're doing it with the lighthearted things, like you said, like with canning applesauce or with making apple butter. Um, and for me, you know, if you know when I'm going to work out or when I'm going to meet with somebody, those might seem like petty little things to be on the same page with. But when you get, I feel it's like a muscle, like you just exercise being on the same page with those things so that the bigger things that might take a little bit more uh, courage or a little bit more effort to be on the same page with, then you're more prepared for those things. Um, I think for those things that are a little bit more detrimental to relationships.
1: Yeah. I think there's healthy accountability for things that are harder to do. Mm -hmm. And I think there's also just when it comes to raising kids, I know that there can be a lot of, there's a lot of service from both parents that goes into raising children. And I mean, Elisha today, I kind of had a meltdown this afternoon and he just (laughs) took the kids and left. (laughs) But he knew kind of, he knew what's, he was very in tune with what was going on in my life. And I feel like that can be really helpful too when the father's very in tune with what's going on in the home or if the mother's very in tune with what's going on outside the home or where, whatever's going on in your life, it's always very helpful and it can help you be like, you know what, I'm going to really help this person out in this way because I know that they've had a really big day or something like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that was just being on the same page, like tonight, knowing that Sunday evening is your meal prep time. You had gotten all the groceries, you wanted a few hour chunk this evening to be able to get this done. And th- because of some s- things that popped up this afternoon or maybe nap time didn't go so well, and then having some company swing by, all of a sudden you were behind like multiple hours. And, but I knew what was really, I mean, I knew from a practical standpoint that this was hanging over your head. You wanted to get this done. And so it's, it made a lot of sense for me to just take the kids for a little while. It was that, would you say that was helpful and just to oh, kind of like give yeah. you that time you yeah.
1: I would say that was very helpful. You're very in tune to me, and I appreciate that a lot.
0: Nice. Uh, so yeah, goals, visions, all these things. It's funny because it it takes so much time to plan, I think to make a game plan, to fill out a schedule, to get a calendar, a physical calendar off the wall, or if people use digital calendars to make sure that they're synced with one another's and they fill them all out. It's, it's funny how for the longest time it didn't seem worth the proactive time to me. I was thinking, boy, yeah, cause this takes yeah. hours. You gotta go, you have to first, maybe you have to like go buy a calendar and then you have to find schedules, different people's schedules. And then you have to look at the, the month and then the quarter and then the day and then the week and all these things. And it's work. It really is work to get on the same page with a calendar and with a schedule and, um, and with our goals for the year and the quarter and the, and the week and the day. Uh, but it's so worth it.
1: Yeah. Cause it can really seem like, oh, well that's like getting in the way of me actually doing something that's yes. going to change. Like I'm not resting when I'm planning. I'm not actively doing what I actually want to do when I'm planning. Yeah. And like so you need yeah, exactly, to meal prep. Yeah, exactly. Like I just need to get up and I just need to, you know, cook or whatever. Yeah. But Elisha and I spent the first, I don't know, on and off. I'm sure both of us have felt this way in our lives, but The first couple years in our marriage, we were kind of zigzagging all over the place and we still have these common goals, but they're very vague. We didn't really know when we arrived at them. And the Mm. problem with that is (laughs) we always were feeling, well, this in the gap. Yes. Right?
0: Yes, that's right. Yeah. Have you explained the gap or...
1: Have you explained the gap? I I don't know. We've both been on the podcast.
0: Yeah. No, the (laughs) gap is something that's a part of Katie and her whole family's vernacular And I was so unaware of it until I joined the family. But, um, I I mean, you can probably break it down far more effective than I can. Do you want to try explaining what it is? You don't? I
1: feel like I just put you on the spot, so you're blanking. Because we both talk about the gap a lot. But basically, it's this concept of we do things, right? Say we work through the month of January towards something specific. And things will always go wrong in yeah. the month of January, there will, you'll never get maybe as far as where you want to go, because as you start getting closer to your goal, your goal continues to move. Yeah. And it, I think this kind of goes along with the heart of man, never being satisfied. It's like, okay, well, we had a savings goal of a thousand dollars, but we missed out on this opportunity to earn here and we could have had 13 or whatever. It's really easy to be, to live in this gap basically between where you are and where you want to be. And what really helps with that is the positive focus. And Elisha and I are really, really, we we focus on the the whole positive focus. Well, it's
0: measuring backwards. Yes, it's yes.
1: measuring backwards. So basically, you measure how far you've come, not how far you want to go.
0: How far you have to go to get to your goal. Yeah. Exactly. See, I
1: knew you could explain it better than I could. Well, no, <laughs> in because one like Katie said,
0: that that objective that's out in front of you is always going to be morphing. It's always going to be moving further ahead or growing and expanding. Um, and so, to make the effort to stop and to measure backwards and to say, wow, look where we were at the beginning of January. Here we are at the end of January. Or look where we were at the beginning of 2021. This is where we're at, three quarters of the way through the year. And then it's a great opportunity, really should be as believers, to praise the Lord and to thank mm-hmm. Him. It's nuts. You know, we just had some friends visit uh, earlier this week, and he was talking about how he's training his daughters to every time a good thing happens to them instead of kind of taking this, well, let's do better next time or how are we going to you know, multiply this and turn it, you know, turn these two good things into 10 good things, um, which those aren't a bad thing to do. But he says, first and foremost, they just want to have a total time of worship and praise to the Lord. And That's to good. say, maybe even take a full day. You know, if you have a great week of business or if you have a great month of business, We'll just take a day or a weekend to just praise the Lord and to thank Him and to acknowledge His goodness. And it's so hard to do that if you're not measuring backwards and acknowledging all of the good things He's done in your life.
1: I think spiritually actually is a perfect example of this because we can go through our lives. I know it's easy for me just praying for the next thing, pray, 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 ask, 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 petition, 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 instead of being like, wow, the Lord answered this praise, the Lord answered this praise.
0: Hmm. And I even
1: think of that with the Israelites where the Lord was constantly having them erect these, you know, stones Hmm. at these special locations so that when we see it, when the Israelites would see it, they would remember to Uh tell their children about the incredible thing that the Lord has done because there's always going to be more that we're asking for or wanting. And it's not so much, well, you never arrive. And I think that's something that you learn because when you get to where you thought you would feel like you've arrived, you haven't. Right. So you really want to enjoy that journey together as a couple, together as a family, individually, and just that journey of always growing and always learning okay top five tuesday jingle
0: top Top five tuesday Tuesday.
1: jingle we are both doing
0: okay what the heck was that about uh we wanted to get on here we just got done recording this week's podcast episode but we wanted to you're
1: cutting off my whole face
0: i'm sorry here we go i haven't done a selfie camera in a while uh top five tuesday is our weekly email that goes out to the Top 5 Tuesday email list. And if you're not a part of that, then I think you're missing out.
1: You are missing out. Elisha is hilarious. He updates you guys on our life and he shares the favorite books we've been reading, funny things the kids have been saying.
0: Yeah, uh, like so family activities, things. new hobbies, stuff like that, big announcements. Yes. Um, so Top 5 Tuesday, we'll link it below in this episode. So you can go and you can join the Top 5 Tuesday email list. And every Tuesday, be looking out in your inbox for an email from Elisha and Katie, and we'll be filling you in on the top five things from our previous week. So head over there and join the, uh, the top five Tuesday crew.
1: Tuesdays just got better. Wow,
0: Katie's all about the jingles. <laughs> Dang, we need to practice that or something. <laughs> okay, thanks, guys.
1: And measuring backwards.
0: It's so convicting how unable I was to acknowledge good things that had occurred in my life when looking backwards, your dad had me do this exercise and he said, let's just look over the last, you know, the previous quarter or maybe the previous year and write down all the wins, all the good things that happened. And I just sat there with a pen and paper and I was, my mind was in such a place where all I could see were the challenges before me and all the the missed goals, you know, the missed timelines. I thought I was going to be here at this point in my life. I thought, you know, that I'd have this, this type of successful career. That's all I could see. And so in measuring backwards, I was just completely unable to... To quantify anything as a win and to say well this was positive and it's and it's, it's really a testament to just like like you said the heart of man and not acknowledging the goodness of god and how good he's been to us um or just stuff that we've accomplished in our in our past and it really is i'm saying that to say that this is like a muscle i feel like you really have to learn to look backwards and to acknowledge the goodness of god and what the goodness the good blessings he's had and had in your life because boy not just like from a personal standpoint, but from like a, you know, family standpoint and from a church standpoint and from a, like a global standpoint, the challenges are, they seem to only be getting bigger in front of you. So if that's all you dwell on and you don't look back and you see where God has brought you from and, and how faithful he's been. And, and then you break it down on a practical level. you say, no, I have grown personally, you know, this time last year, you know, I was, whatever, I was only working out, once a week. And I've been working out four days a week for yeah, the last of quarter. Being
1: like, well, I wanted to work out every day this exactly, week. Exactly. You know? Exactly.
0: Um, anyways, yes. We, yeah. we digress probably.
1: <laughs> well, I do think it's important because like you said, it's like you have to reroute new brain grooves. And yes. this has been such a blessing in our marriage. Yes. Because Elisha, I remember telling you, Elisha, was, you were really hard to compliment for a while. Hmm. Because I would say something good you did and you would come combat it or come um I don't know what I'm trying to say like respond yeah you respond things. with like all the ways that you weren't good enough
0: right or how it could have been so much better and yes. how I actually blew it
1: and that's not a like fun place to be and it's not a fun place to live mm-hmm. like personally or or um as a couple and so it's been so cool where Elisha is constantly pause um, pointing me towards okay Before we plan our week this week, I want to take a second. We're going to talk about our positive focus. Yes. What went well last week? And I'm always jumping in. Okay, these are all the problems. Let's go fix them. And now you're the one who's like, no, first we're going to take a second to acknowledge everything that went well last week. Yes. Then we're going to move on to addressing this week. Yes. And it's just, it's not like toxic positivity, you Hmm. know? Like, I think there's this fine line between like pretending everything's good and it's not, Hmm. but it's just... I think acknowledging what's true and lovely and a good report mm-hmm. and a virtue, you know, that Philippians four focus is a very healthy place for our minds to be, yes. especially when we're trying to look for energy to move forward.
0: Yes. We don't, we want this to be based in reality.
1: Yeah, We don't want
0: to <laughs> think that we can like speak certain things into existence just by happy thoughts and positive thinking. Um, but that's, what's crazy is I almost viewed this Tool or this thought exercise as that, as just kind of this pie in the sky, you know, um, yeah, just like hunky dory view of life. And I thought it was very, just kind of like self help, positive self talk type of stuff that wasn't based in reality. But the, the truth was, is I had really had distorted thinking on what was actually happening in my life. And there was so much pride and selfishness, you know, that took, that took its form, maybe in perfectionism, um, or in self deprecation, you know, obviously it behind so much self deprecation is pride and, and arrogance. And, and I think that when I was able to identify that it was so liberating to acknowledge if I accomplish something to say, no, I did do that. That was awesome that I did that. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything like that. I'm just acknowledging the goodness of that thing. And then you use that to propel yourself forward. Um, yeah, there, I think that there is something very handicap. It's like, it's a handicap to have this false sense of humility to say like, no, I'm not that good. Nothing really has gone that well, or I could have done so much better. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah, instead of like glorifying the Lord in it, like wow, God really allowed me to accomplish that. And whatever. also,
0: it, like <laughs> there is something true about like that Philippians. I am not obviously there is something true about the Philippians four because <laughs> it's it's all true because it's in God's word. But uh, there is something extremely effective about having that filter in your life where you are being transformed by the renewing of your mind, and you are thinking on things that are true and lovely and of good report, and you are setting your mind on things above. It's bizarre how different. We behave and how different we plan and act based off of where our brain, like based off of the the conversation we had the day before or who we had the conversation with, you know, you could have a conversation with somebody that the only way they view life is doom and gloom. and you can't help but go home and just start, you it's like, like you just hunkering down. You're like, like your wow, brain, your everything is so bad. Mm-hmm. And then you talk to somebody else that's, you know, just as much a believer and a, you know, a bloodbought brother in, in the faith, but their outlook is on, is on the goodness of God and what he's, you know, where he's brought them from and how excited they are to see how he's going to move in the future. And it affects us in a very practical way mm-hmm. where we're like, well, that's great. Like I'm going to keep exercising my body and staying healthy. We're going to meal prep this week and we're going to have healthy meals and we're going to keep growing our business because, we just have this mindset, so it really does play a practical role in our life, and I think in many people's lives. Yeah, for wow. sure. That was like a ton of foreshadowing. I feel like, yeah. Were yeah, we, I know. It was like
1: mindset the... and.
0: Yeah, so let's uh, let's but talk practicality. Important. Yeah, that's it important. is. It is important. Practically speaking, Katie and I love making annual goals. We do. We are goal people. Um,
1: okay, I would stop you right there, and just say we do. But for the most part, at least me, I don't set annual goals. I don't know if we've, do we? I feel like we plan our year and then I feel like we set more like feelings. So Hmm. I'd say like I only dream board. Hmm. You probably, maybe you set
0: goals. Yeah. I think that we should have talked about this before we press record, Katie, because I do think (laughs) it was very crucial in the first few years of our business Mm -hmm. to not make specific hard deadline goals because yeah. we'd really beat ourselves up over them.
1: So there's this good quote, and there's, we say it all the time, there's no, oh my word, there's no, you know, there's no <laughs> unrealistic goals. There's only unrealistic timeframes. I don't know who said it, but they're really smart because we've reached all of our goals, but I don't know if we reached any of them in the time frame that we selected.
0: Yeah. I mean, we've got other goals we haven't reached, there are just, there are numerous goals.
1: Well, our goals keep growing, but I'm saying like our goals three years ago, we've reached them. We just maybe didn't reach them in three months. Maybe it took us six months or a year, a year and a half.
0: That's exactly right. And so we love having a a direction that we're going in a trajectory. Um, what did you say? Yeah. And that dream board I think system, obviously it works well for you. I love it as well because it's kind of like this big picture inspiration to keep you going in a direction with parenting or with marriage and with business and and whatnot. Um, I do think that it's become more important for us to make specific goals or, you know, the smart goals. What is that like specific measurable? Uh, uh, Is it, attainable. I don't know what it is anyways. <laughs> don't know um, that. but you know what I'm saying? That thing that I don't know what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So did we do um, that at
1: the beginning of this year? I know well, we've, we've gotten honed in like big time on the quarterly goals. Like, yes, we exactly. get Crystal clear on those.
0: Exactly. And I, that's what I'm saying is I think that mm-hmm. we we make these big picture goals at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. and then we break them down into quarterly. Um, like I guess, what did I write down? Yeah. Quarterly milestones. So we've got to have these milestones every quarter, and then we break those down into weekly crucials. What are the crucial things that need to happen every week? And then we break those down into daily tasks. So what are the things we need to do on a daily basis?
1: Nice. I like your verbiage over there. You're like that? Yeah. So uh, I like that.
0: we've got like our annual goals, our quarterly milestones, our weekly crucials, and then our daily tasks.
1: Have you like patented that
0: no I think I've <laughs> probably stolen it from a ton of different I'm kidding. I don't self-help know it's books. a
1: trademark I don't know patent probably is the wrong term it's not an invention uh yeah so I would say we talk through annual goals they're very big picture they're a little vaguer they're more like feelings at the end of the year what would have had to happen for us to look back and be like this was an awesome year yeah. and so those are pretty big picture and we don't know how we're gonna get there necessarily. We just are like, okay, that's the North star. Mm -hmm. We're going to start moving in that direction. And if it doesn't happen by the end of the year, we aren't stressed about that anymore. We're like, Hey, if, if this happens in three months or six months past our year end, we'll still be stoked this happened.
0: Yes. Yeah, if we achieve it in 13 months instead of 12, then we'll be content with that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's more Elisha. He has a little tighter deadlines.
0: Yeah, there. but I think that's a good way to put it. The, goal, the goals at the beginning of the year are more like a North Star, where it's like we're going that direction and that is really where we want to end up. Whether we hit it by the end of the year or not, you know, that's the goal, but we'll see, we'll we'll count it as a win if we find ourselves close, closer to that destination. Closer than when we started. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then we break these down based off of our giant five. And so we make goals, you know, Katie and I have referenced our giant five. That's just kind of like our, our top five, you know, priorities, like our faith, uh, our marriage, our children, our health. And then for us right now, it's our business, you know? And, and we like,
1: did get the giant five from my dad. Yes. I feel like that's like his thing. So yes. He did trademark that, I think. Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> Probably is trademark.
1: Said that since I was like, I don't know, twelve. So.
0: Yeah, and so not only are we looking at that filter, that giant five filter, when we are creating our goals, we're also creating kind of like sub category goals for each one of those things. Like, what would we want our marriage? Oopsie. What would we want our marriage to look like at the end of the year for it to be a win? And that's where the dream board comes in hand, and we think, well, boy, we want this to be romantic. We want to be going on new dates and experiencing new things together, maybe going to a marriage conference, um, have a deeper understanding of each other's you know, needs, of his needs and her needs. Uh, th- so those would be like a, a specific one for marriage, and then we could break it down into our faith. You know, like, okay, we have studied this much of the Word. We've gone through this type of systematic theology book. We're fellowshipping on a regular basis in a local fellowship. Maybe you're attending a women's Bible study. I'm a you know attending uh, a men's Bible study. And of course, hopefully we are actually closer to the Lord, you know, and that we've grown in the nurture and admonition and we are walking more and more in his spirit. And so you can break it down per category like that.
1: Yeah. So like the big picture, like annual version of like, would be like, okay, I want to be closer to the Lord. I want to memorize more scripture. I want to be closer with the local body mm-hmm. or something like that. And then we will start getting specific at the 90 day level.
0: Yes, exactly. So
1: like for, you just went away today to plan out our quarter.
0: Yes. Yeah. So when you're thinking like, oh, that's great. So what are we going to do then this quarter? What's something that needs to happen in the fourth quarter of 2021? And all those examples I gave, some of them were specific. Like for instance, we are going to a marriage conference here in the fourth quarter, which yeah. I'm really excited about. That was something that we wrote down at the beginning of the year.
1: It's a weekend to remember. Yeah. I know you guys are going to ask, what what conference are you going to? So yes, we've yeah. to one of those in the past. It was really good. We're going to go again.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. Um, we, ha- I forgot what else I wrote down, but you know, we, we wanted from a business standpoint, we felt like last, last year, like the holiday season hit us and we were way behind like when it came to, you know, Voburg Music Academy and our supplements and everything. It's like, we were so not ready for the holiday season and we want to be ready for that this year. Yeah, it was crazy
1: because we were juggling two giant families. So the holidays are already really big and full. And then it was the first time, like our businesses were going bonkers during that time. And it was super stressful.
0: Yeah, I, uh, also something that's happening this quarter is Katie's, sister is getting married that's coming up very quickly and so that's a part of our looking at the quarter is that you actually fill out a calendar too that it's so important to have a for us to have a visual calendar of what these things that are you know these pillars that are going to be there like the wedding is going to be there which is really one day that they're getting married but it's like two days on both sides probably so it's like a five day you know window we need to have really sectioned off to be present for that wedding, which means we're probably going to need to have, you know, a good amount of time before that five day stretch to have things wrapped up on a business standpoint to make sure we're rested and healthy. Um, So filling out the calendar always like gives us this reality check of how much time we actually have.
1: Yeah. And we try to fill out like big picture things uh, at an annual level. So like in January, try to fill out big picture things, but quarterly stuff changes. And so we revisit it quarterly and fill out the calendar. And then we pick three goals, right? So we have our giant five weekly. We're going to be focusing on each one of those things, but we really have like a big three or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not as good at titles over here, but we have three goals for the quarter. So every week when we sit down to plan out our week, we're going, okay, Are we moving towards this, this, and this? Yep, that's right. Are we moving towards these things? How are we moving towards these things this week? And we found that if we keep moving towards these things in little ways, as much as we can each week, we're going to be very happy with those results when we look back at the quarter.
0: That's right. And it's also so important that we have those written down and always before us because the number of opportunities are so many like there's so many opportunities and requests coming at us on a daily and a weekly basis and so you have to be able to ask the question okay this is a good this in and of itself is a good thing this is a good request it would be a good good event to maybe attend or to be a part of but is it helping us get closer to these goals and having that be a determining factor for one of the determining factors for whether you say yes or no to so many of the, you know, the opportunities that come your way.
1: And I'm sure you guys, our listeners can relate to this where it's like someone invites you over for dinner or you're invited on a trip or there's a business opportunity. Someone wants to like start up a side hustle with you or, you know, the kids want to do something. These are all things that we're talking about. That's right. So from a business standpoint, also from a personal standpoint.
0: Yeah. I know stuff like that will make some people like cringe because they really want to be, um, like lighthearted or, or like, you know, fly by the seat of their pants. We're
1: spontaneous, and spontaneous. Though,
0: Well, that's what I was going to say is that there's <laughs> so much freedom within the structure of a, of a schedule and of a calendar and of goals. And there's so much more uh, room for that type of flexibility when you know why and, and how you're doing it. And when you've uh, very like safely sectioned off the different areas of your life that you know are important to you, it gives you all this, it, it lets you know when you're free in this, in the other part of the week to go and, and grab dinner with with a family or to meet somebody for coffee cuz all the other areas of your of your life is very like sectioned off and protected um and and also lord willing all of those goals are aligned with aligned with what the lord is doing in your life of course you can't know like at the beginning of the year everything the lord wants to do in your life that year but my hope would be when you're going through that giant five filter And you're saying like, oh, well, in my faith, growing in the local body and growing in relationship with them is a part of that. Well, then yes, going to dinner or having somebody over for dinner, that definitely grows us in that it puts us closer to that goal.
1: Yeah. And this also helps Elisha and I figure out, okay, well, when do, like, when is Elisha going to be doing focus days, which are like basically very focused work days, um, when are we going to have buffer days, which are days that are more like, okay, tying up loose ends, getting ready for a trip, coming off of a trip, or well, Elisha's actually gotten really good at this at giving me free days before really big events mm. because he doesn't want me crashing through the event or on the other side of the event. And so that can help us plan our free days and stuff like that. So all those things really help. But something that I think is really important is doing a positive focus and looking back at the beginning of the quarter, doing a positive focus and looking back at what went well at the month before you plan out the next month. And then weekly, we also, Elisha and I sit down Sunday nights. So that's tonight and we'll sit down and plan out what we want the week to look like and what his big crucials are and what my big crucials are for the week. And we actually combine those so we can see everything that the other person's doing and kind of where they're at on that list. Because again, that can help too. If Elisha's seen, you know, okay, Katie's really behind on all the things she wanted to get done this week. She's probably going to want to do a pretty big push at the end of the week. Or I'm able to see, oh, Elisha's cranking out a ton of stuff. I need to get my stuff done because he's probably going to want to take Friday off or you know, get off early on Friday and just go do something fun with the kids or right. something like that. Right. So it really helps us kind of see where the other person's at and can help us support the other person.
0: That's right. And we love doing this on Sundays because, I mean, going Sunday has really turned into the first day of the week for us. I mean, I know that's like what it is, but it's never felt like that mm-hmm. for me until this last year. And I think being really consistent and going to church and having our minds renewed, through just such amazing teaching, like our our pastor, our whole church, even not our main pastor, but the associate pastors and everybody that's a part of um, the church leadership. Every Sunday, it's like we come home from church and we start preparing our week and we feel like we're so aligned on what, not just like our purposes for that week, but what it is for our life, like what the mm-hmm. purpose of our existence here on earth is is and uh, our church you know it's it's not that they're giving you a bunch of like here's five steps how to you know be more effective in this random way this week there's there every week they find a way way to based off of the scripture and and you know ex, ex, from exposing the scripture declare what jesus christ has done you know, how he's saved you, what that means for you, what that, how he's, you know, made you a blood-bought, redeemed child of God, what you are now called to do as that new blood-bought child of God. Uh, and so it's like, we come away from almost like every Sunday you come away with just that, that, that check of like, wait a second, like, this is what Christ has done. He's called me to this. So then when we sit down on Sunday evening to plan our day, is it very practical? Yeah, it's like really practical things. But both Katie and I are aligned, are aligned, in that like we know why we're doing what we're doing, and we know why the God has why it's good to grow in our marriage, why it's good to grow to, to train up our children that we're discipling them up, you know, and we're furthering the Great Commission, and why it's so crucial for us to be able to maintain our health as best as we can while we have these physical bodies, so that we can work to the be- our fullest capacity to the Lord, and and how you know per- growing our businesses you know, is so impactful if we're doing it as unto the Lord and he's working through them. So anyways, I think that starting the week off going to church and we, I just feel so blessed that that is, it's literally as simple as us like driving to church and we just, our mind is renewed when, when we get there. And I know not everybody has that luxury. Um, and it might require a lot more like deep studying and just really getting into God's word to have that mind renewed. And we want to do that too. Um, but having that, be a part of our life this year has been so such a blessing.
1: Yeah. I feel like it's just, you know, Friday night, we're like okay we're all we're gonna have a good time (laughs) put the kids to bed a little bit early hopefully get a date night in every every once i feel like every other week or something like that and then saturday is usually like a fun family day
0: yeah we're like looking at properties yesterday you know we're dreaming about (laughs) buying a farm we're going down to the river we're watching like
1: sketchy north idaho documentaries yeah
0: yeah, all this. And, we you, hung and
1: out with two different friends, friends families. And they're great
0: things, but it's it does like take, for me, every Saturday, like when we have those really fun special days that I don't ever regret, it's like your brain is like in a different spot than maybe where it should be. And then Sunday morning, it's just we're able to get centered on God's word and, and the gospel.
1: Yeah, I just feel like, yeah, we get to be like bathed in the gospel, have our minds renewed. And then Elisha and I just start kind of like rest. Well, we usually rest a little bit. Like we go out to lunch, put the kiddos down for naps, have some time by ourselves. And then we start kind of like planning individually what mm-hmm. the week's going to look like. Start kicking into gear kind of slowly. And then after we put the kiddos to bed, we're like, okay, what? what's your plan for the week? What's my yeah. plan for the week? And we put it in writing. And, and again, yeah, we put it in writing. And you guys, I just can't tell you how much friction this has eliminated in our marriage. Yeah. Because... Right there, if I'm like, okay, this is everything I have planned for the week, and Elijah's like, okay, that's not gonna work with everything I have planned for the week. Yeah, and we're able to like right there be like, okay, what do we need to drop? What's a better expectation for mm-hmm. this situation? Um, or like, what you wanted to do all that? You know, I yeah. don't know.
0: I know it's always so healthy, and it's it takes so time. Nice. It takes energy. You know, maybe it takes an extra hour every Sunday that we would rather spend you know, resting or meal prepping or whatever I would do, you know, watching football. And what the heck do I do on Sundays if I'm not doing this? No, I'm not a watching the football kind of guy. Um,
1: (laughs) I feel like Elijah's brain just started like ping-ponging around. Like, dude, why did I just say that? Like, now I have to talk about how I don't watch football, but I just check the highlights. Yeah, But it's not wrong to watch football.
0: Is it not? I don't know.
1: Well, Elisha's know. married to someone who thinks it's wrong to watch football. No. no, I just think it takes too much time in a person's life. Yeah. But
0: no, th- I think that's very reasonable. Uh, but yeah, it takes time <clears throat> up front. But then the amount of time it saves us, the amount of worry it saves us, conflict, stress, and then the amount of productivity it creates later on in the week is just beyond it. You can't quantify it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's big so time. It's so good. Yeah, also, if
1: you guys like, if you enjoy watching football, that's like so I just I don't want anyone to feel bad for watching football.
0: Yeah, neither do I. But you make me feel bad for watching football. <laughs> Stop.
1: You make yourself feel bad I for do. watching football. I don't even I, I don't shot. like
0: the way I feel when I I have no issue yeah. with
1: him if you like check scores or something. I don't even know when you do it. Yeah. And you'll be like, You don't like it sometimes.
0: Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I like to reserve the right to <laughs>
1: Change his Maybe mind. It, yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah. So hopefully that was kind of helpful for you guys. I know it was kind of all over the map, but it's actually like pretty strategic. For is. us.
0: It, there are so many, I guess, um, cliches and mantras and probably platitudes that go around scheduling and planning. But I think that you know there's a reason for that because. Profundity oft rests on the shoulders of the obvious. Okay, you are as just I've said like numerous times before.
1: Quoting all your no, favorite quotes. No, but there's you know people right say
0: now. like those that fail to plan plan to fail. You know, and if you don't know what you're aiming at, then you hit it 100 percent of the time. But then I like this quote right here, and then I'm gonna this is gonna kind of be the end of <laughs> no, our no life. More. Okay, I'm gonna read it. Um, a, a schedule defends from chaos and whim. It is a net for catching days. And I think that that's so true in Katie, in my and Katie's life. uh, Because when we don't have stuff scheduled or it's not on the calendar, we are so vulnerable to just everything that's coming at us whims, you know, the whims and the chaos that's so just a part of everyday life. We're so prone to just being, to succumbing to those things. But when we do schedule, it serves as a net for catching days. And it's like, no, we've got this day. We can be proactive and executing our crucials in a way that. I think makes us feel good by the end.
1: Yeah. And I feel like when we don't do this for a week, for whatever, and we look back, we're just like, that was a mess. Yes. I don't even know if it was a good month or a bad month because I don't even know what my goal was or what my plan was. It just kind of existed. And that's not like what we want to do. We really want to live our lives to the fullest here as in the Lord and be as united as we can be in that process. Okay.
0: That's it, Katie. Any closing remarks?
1: No closing remarks.
0: Okay, I hope well. Hope you
1: guys have a I have a happy week.
0: Yep, I hope that too. So, we'll sign off. Good night. Good morning. Happy day to you all. Talk to you next week.
1: Bye.